like you need to talk about, hey, when is the right time for us to have sex? Especially with COVID and everything going on, like when do you feel comfortable doing it? Like a lot of women are a firm no until they're officially like define the relationship. Some women aren't. I think people need to figure out what that is for them. What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous Podcast. And today we are going in deep on a topic that shouldn't be taboo, but I know for a lot of people it is. So this is a sensitive subject. We're talking all things feminine energy. We're talking sex. We're talking orgasms. We're talking pleasure. And there might be little ones in the room, or maybe this is a topic that really would trigger you. So I would invite you to one, have an open mind to be in a, in a space where you can be open to receive this type of conversation. And if you do have little ones around, you might want to save this episode for when you go on a walk or you, you have some downtime. So my guest today is Haley Helveston, and we are talking all things sex and sexuality. We talk orgasms. Haley is an expert. And just what I love about Haley is the way that she shows up on social. Um, I've known her for a while and it's been amazing to just witness her transformation and how she's fully stepped into her work and really helping women to navigate through their sexuality, getting in touch with their bodies. And I know for me personally, that the more I get in touch with my own body and my sexuality, the more I thrive in every area of my life. Like sexual energy is within all of us. It is life force energy. And I think because of society and especially what's going on right now, like with all the things in the media, we get so closed off from our bodies. We get so closed off from our truth. And so I loved this conversation that Haley and I had because we went deep into a couple different areas. So Haley and I talk about why sexual healing is so hugely important, not only for you, but for your partner and for the longevity of your relationship and also for raising children. We talk about what true consent really, really looks like. And, you know, Haley shares a little bit about consensual sex, even in marriage, just because you're married doesn't mean that it's consensual sex every single time. And she talks about some things that you can do in your relationship to communicate whether it's a yes or whether it's a no. She shares a quote in here that literally gave me full body chills. And it's something that I just think everyone needs to hear, which is there is no place for ego in bed. Ooh, that really got me good. And I can't wait for you to hear, you know, the context around that. And if you don't feel safe, how this will really block you from being open to receive sexually and also how being open to receive in your physical body shows up in other areas of your life in terms of relationship and money as well. Haley talks about moving from fight or flight to a place of trust and surrender and why a strong pelvic floor is so important, not only for having great orgasms, but also for delivering babies and how to strengthen your pelvic floor. So Haley Halveson is a holistic health coach turned sex relationship coach, and she's all about empowering her clients to have healthier 
happier relationships. Haley helps them have the sex life, spiritual connection, and relationships of their dreams. She used to be on antidepressants and literally could not have an orgasm. And she decided to take matters into her own hands, dive headfirst into studying sexuality and spirituality, which led her to a sexual retreat in Costa Rica. Haley believes that all women deserve to have a deeply pleasurable relationship with their bodies and their sexuality. And when a woman heals her relationship with her sexuality, she literally heals generations of women before her. I loved this episode with Haley and I hope that you love it too. Let's dive in. Okay, Haley, I am so excited that you are here to talk all things sex and femininity and being open to receive. And just, I feel like this is such a important conversation to have right now, especially because we're seeing, you know, the balance between the patriarch and the matriarch and women are just fully stepping into their power. So I'm so grateful that you're here. And what I really love the most about you, Haley, is how you make something like sex, which can be super polarizing, you make it very inviting, like through your conversations and your social media, you normalize it. You've created such a safe space for women. And I know, um, there are others out there that are doing the work that for me personally, they trigger the fuck out of me. So I just appreciate how safe I feel in your presence. So thank you for being here. Oh, thank you. Yes. Well, I mean, I have to, because people act so weird around the subject. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're going to dive into that. So I would love to know what is one boldly courageous thing that you've done recently? Hmm. I would say just continuing to do this work. Like it really triggers people. Like I, I talk to people about this everywhere I'm going. Like if I'm in a restaurant or if I'm at the grocery store, or I was on a plane once talking to, man, to a man about this work, helping people with their sexuality. And it's interesting, like people's face will turn red. And then all of a sudden I'm like, But it's so, so important because our society is very, like we need sexual healing. And so this is the area we need to go deep in. Mm, I agree. I know for me personally, it's been an area that I've avoided for a long time, but I've always known like, okay, this is here and this will probably unlock a lot for you. So I would love to know like, why is it so important that we do this type of work? I mean, it's so taboo. Like there's so much shame around sexuality. And I think especially as women, myself included, like it's so easy to compartmentalize things. And I know from like, hi, for me, I've been able to have massive amounts of success and be completely closed off from my sexuality. So why is it so important for us to be doing this work? Why does it matter? Okay. It matters because the thing is, and this is what every client has told me too, uh, when they finally get into this work, because I've had people that they like avoid having conversations with me. And I'm like, I see you liking all my posts and my podcast. <laughs> but like I had one woman yesterday tell me, she said, oh, wow, now I get it. Because the thing is, is this is the area you avoid and what you resist persist. And so I always tell people like for me, for example, I couldn't have an orgasm. I literally thought that there was something wrong with me because I was so in the masculine energy of the do-do-do. And I was on antidepressants, on birth control. Um just completely shut off. Like I couldn't even, like I would get really close to having an orgasm and I couldn't fully surrender and have one. It was like this competition where, and then at the time I was dating someone and so I felt like, like the more I focused on it, you know what I'm saying? Like the more you focus on it, the more you can't have it. So the work is, is like, yes, I focus a lot on orgasms and that kind of thing, but it's so much more in terms of 
doing the sexual work will help you look at your whole life differently. Cause I always say like how, who you are in bed is who you are in life, you know? And so if you were not speaking up for your needs sexually, you will not speak up for your needs in life. And mm. I know that's kind of like blunt, but it's true. It's so juicy though. It's, it's the ultimate, um, alignment, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's ultimate divinity. I had this, um, it's 11, 11, by the way, as, as, as we're recording <laughs> this <laughs> magic divine timing. Right. Um, so I had this, uh, download the other day around consent. So consent, something that's been coming up a lot for me lately. And you just said something that really hit home for me around like surrender and releasing control and safety. I'm sure there's a big part of safety in that as well. Right. So, uh, this idea of consent came up for me the other day. It was, it was more in the context of business, like consensual selling, but how it relates to consent in all areas of your life. And I started to recognize that I had had so much non-consensual sex in my life. Like, and it wasn't like I, I was, I was verbally saying yes, like, sure, let's do this. But my soul was like, no, And I know I'm not the only woman. I know that there are so many women, especially in the confines of marriage, where they think that because they're married, consent is just a given. And I would imagine that the inability to surrender probably comes from a place of honoring consent. So can you talk a little bit more about how like non-consensual sex can lead to inability to have orgasm and experience pleasure and all that stuff? what you just said oh my gosh I'm so glad you brought that up though because I had a woman tell me two maybe a month ago that she was raped by her husband and so the thing is is yeah it like I was like wow no wonder why you literally he goes to touch you in your life because yeah that consent exists in all relationships it doesn't matter whether you're married or not and so you're right about that people get confused about that and so for me, what I always tell people, and I need to just keep saying this over and over again in videos, is it's a full body F yes or F no. And I've had to work on this too, because I'm the same way, Melissa. I look back, a lot of my first experiences were drunk. And I'm like, oh, don't remember, uh, what's your name? <laughs> you know? So I'm really firm with that now. Like if it, in the middle of it, if it's a no for me, all of a sudden I stop. Like literally, even if it's during it. Because I'm like, oh my God, my body is saying no now. I'm going to listen to that. And so I'm sure for the woman listening, they like, I'm sure y'all can relate. And so full body yes is let me tune in. Okay, it's a yes. Like you literally feel your body open up. If it's a no, like you'll feel it go, you know, but we have to tune in. (laughs) Everything squeezes and tightens. That's a no. That's a no. Okay, so... I love that we're having this conversation because I know I can already hear the, the chatter going on in people's brains, right? Because it's chatter that's gone on in my brain. Okay, how do you have a, how do you even bring this conversation up? Like, what are the tools? How can you, I mean, I have my own opinions, but I want to hear it from you because you're the expert, right? So, okay, you're married. It's a no, but you say yes, because you don't want to start a fight. You won't, you don't want to start a fight. You don't want to emasculate your partner. You don't want to, um, take away his needs. You want to honor his desires, but also honor yours. So you say, whatever, I'll take one for the team. And you're halfway through and you've completely disassociated from your body. Nothing feels good. And you're like, can we just get on with this? I mean, that to me sounds more dishonoring to the person than just saying like, Hey, I don't want to do this. So when you're in the middle of it, like, how do you have that conversation in a way that like, doesn't make your partner feel like the biggest jerk 
ever. Cause I'm sure men probably feel super rejected and they're like, did I do something wrong? It's gotta be me. I mean, there's so many layers to this. So what, what's like, how do you navigate through that? Okay. And I love you asked that question too. So the thing is, is that I always tell men, there's no place for ego in bed. They get their egos in the way and it's like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, and I've even had partners previously where this, they've been intimidated by me sexually. And so I have to tell them like, listen, there's no ego for either of us during these sexual experiences. Because I think that that's what really messes up is men, especially women, we don't have the ego in bed. Men, men, well, some, but not as bad as they do though, you know? So that's the first thing I would say. And the second thing I would say is, is that all of a sudden during sex, if your partner, your wife, girlfriend, whatever, that's a no for her, she should feel, she should be able to say that, you know? And a lot of women have dealt with sexual trauma. I think it's one in three, you know? So I think we really need to honor that. And a lot of them have not gotten help for that. So I think that it's communicating it. And then I also think it's, it's really like doing more before actual sex, right? Like everything is foreplay, right? Like I wish people had such healthy relationships where when they finally have sex, it's amazing this transformative spiritual experience. But the thing is, is we don't do that. And then things build up. And then you go to have sex and you're like, F off, <laughs> you know? So it's like, you have some pre-work to do, right? Yeah, <laughs> like there's, the there's like pre-work, right? Okay. So what, what's the pre-work? Like, how do you get to a point? Cause right. Um, I'm not in a place right now where I'm dating and we're in COVID, right? So even if I were, that would be really, it would be challenging, but the idea of it seems curious to me. And I have this vision in my head, like, oh, it'll probably be long distance. We'll probably meet on Zoom and talk a lot, right? So what happens in that scenario, and I've had plenty of friends that have done long distance relationships where you don't have the excitement of the physical, right? So there's, I would imagine some value and abstinence in the beginning of your relationship to really figure out like, is this hormonal or is this like a true soul connection, right? So how do you, like, what's the process to creating that connection on the front end? Like what type of conversations do you have? What type of questions? How do you set it up? Cause it's, it's uncomfortable, right? It's like sex and money, two things that people and religion, politics, right? Shouldn't all these be things that you talk about before you get in bed with somebody? <laughs> not really, not really. <laughs> no, no. The thing is, I think that's so, such a great point. I always tell people, and you know, I forget because I do this for a living and I talk about all of this every day, all day. So I forget that the average person is not talking about this. People just need to talk about it, right? Like in the first month, month or two, like you need to talk about, hey, when is the right time for us to have sex? Especially with COVID and everything going on, like when do you feel comfortable doing it? Like a lot of women are a firm no until they're officially like define the relationship. Some women aren't. I think people need to figure out what that is for them. Or then, then some are even more like, I'm not doing it until I'm married. You know, so I think it's like figuring out what your boundary is in terms of that. Also having the communication around just what is a great sexual experience for you. You know, defining, going back to the, what is a yes for you? What is a no for you? Um, because until you know, because a lot of times women were programmed to know the no, but we're not programmed to know the yes. And you have to know both. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I know this again, it's like, you don't know what you don't know, right? Until you have an experience and someone like you comes along, Haley, and you start educating women and you're such a 
a light. And I, I do believe that more women need this work and you have an aha moment. Like I just had one recently around consent. I'm like, wow. Okay. So how do we move forward from here? What would I do differently? And part of it too, for me, I think is giving yourself permission that you get to have it all. Like you actually get to have amazing sex. You get to be in a relationship with someone where you feel so connected on a soul level that you can have those conversations and not worry about rejecting the other person because they know your intentions. And there's like at the core, it's safety, right? So I want to talk about safety and I want to talk about the openness to receive. Cause I know, cause we were talking about this before we press record that a big part of women in general is tapping into divine feminine, right? And we literally, our bodies are, you know, anatomically designed to receive, like that's just how we're built, right? Mm -hmm. But so many of us block the ability, our ability to receive. And I wonder if it's um, just because we don't feel safe doing it. So could you talk a little bit more about you know, the divine feminine and being open to receive and how like receiving sexually can actually impact the rest of your life. Yes. And I'm so glad you brought that up too. Cause yeah, it is true. Like I have a client right now, we're working through this. If you do not feel safe, you will not receive. Literally it won't happen. And so I've dealt with this personally where I look back and when I was struggling to have an orgasm, I did not feel safe with that partner. Something about him, my body was was like, that's a no for me, you know? Now at the time I couldn't read my body, <laughs> so I didn't know. But um, it's really about developing such a strong intimate relationship with your body that you learn, oh, okay, I don't feel safe here. How do I get safe, you know? And what is that? I did, I uploaded this in my story today about nervous system. We, we as women need to develop a healthy relationship with our nervous systems meaning you have to get out of fight or flight, get into a more relaxed state, calm your mind. Then you're able to go, okay, what's going on here for me? You know? Um, but yeah, that is huge, 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 y'all. Times 10 million, you will never have a great sex life if you don't feel safe. Even financially too, like you have to have the capacity and the ability to receive more financially. Energy's energy, right? Yes. Okay. So you talked about like being able to move from fight or flight and then get into this energy of receive. And I know there's a lot of women out there who are like, that's easy for you to say, but I have three kids. I work two jobs. You know, I, I work all day. I come home. I put dinner on the table. I do laundry. I get the kids to bed. And by the time it's 830, like I'm so tired. I have zero energy for my husband. You know, and he's poking me in the back being like, hey, babe, you want to? And no, I don't want to, right? Like, this is just the reality of a lot of women that I, that I talk to. So how do you move from like the fight or flight energy into that more feminine? Like, what are some like practical things that women can do to actually calm their nervous system and be open to receive? Okay. Yeah. So this is something, it's all about you developing that with your body, right? So for me, what I'm doing is I will meditate. I'll go on a walk. I will even just like lay down for 10 minutes and calm down my body because I'm an empath. I'm extremely sensitive energetically. Uh, what is going on in the world? I'm like, no, 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 no. Can't, don't tell me. I don't want to know right now. Like I get it. I'm sending great positivity and energy to people, but I energetically am really sensitive. So I'm still working on this, but that's what's working for me in terms of closing my eyes for a few minutes. If people, you know, listening are super busy, literally do that for five minutes. You will be amazed. Lay down in the grass, walk barefoot, um, 
even taking a cold shower, just doing something to calm down your energy. Because so many women nowadays are like how I used to be. You're on multiple antidepressants. You're drinking your glass of wine and now just calm down. When you don't need to do that, if you do those natural things I just said, you're fine. But it's doing that and just calming your energy. Because listen, I, that was me earlier today. I felt like, you know, being in the feminine, I was like, this. It just felt like my feminine energy. And I was like, whoa, I need to grab my energy. So I went on a walk, walked down the street and back, came back and I was like, oh, I feel great. <laughs> mm, nature and mother earth, the ultimate mama, right? The ultimate yeah. like, like tuning fork for our bodies, right? Nothing puts you into an energy of feeling open to receive than being out in nature. At least that's for me, like swimming naked in the pool, mm-hmm. laying out in the, in the sun, rolling around in the sand, like hiking in the mountains where it's just so quiet and peaceful. Like it recharges, it really does recharge you. Okay. So I want to talk about some tools because you, I know you talk, I mean, and I mean like actual physical tools, not just like, mm-hmm. like emotion, like, like theoretical tools. What are some of the, um, Okay, I'm, I'm asking this because I just got a yoni wand. <laughs> oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. I First time. Okay, so let's talk about wands. Let's talk about jade eggs. Let's talk about things like actual physical things that women can do to re- like develop a deeper connection with their bodies, and some of the tools that can help them do that, and and like why that's important. Okay. Yes. 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 Okay. So I want to say this too. First off, not even. Yes, we can talk about the toys and the tools. And first, I want to say, acknowledging throughout the day, what is your body telling you, right? Like a few hours ago when I was super anxious, my body was very contracted and my yoni, it was like, (laughs) you know. So literally notice throughout the day and that's going to take some self-awareness and slowing down. But that's going to help y'all times 10 million in every area of your life. Because then you'll realize, oh, wow, my pelvic floor is tight is, you know what? Whoa. What am I saying yes to that is a no for my body? Because I'm sure it's a lot of things. Um, and then also, okay, so daily, you know, just 10-minute breast massage. That takes two seconds to just, like, develop. Because a lot of women, you know, you're closed in your heart chakra and your, your breasts are numb. We can all have nipple orgasms. I've experienced it. It's insane. Oh my God, it's crazy. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but the thing is like, you will never get there if you don't have a healthy relationship with them. A lot of women have shame or we're too big, too small, whatever. So that takes, you know, you can do that in the shower. Um, I just wanted to give a few tips just without people having to buy things. Uh, if you don't want to buy a jade egg or a yoni wand or a crystal wand, use your fingers. I have women tell me that they cannot stick their fingers inside of them. We've got to get past that. Um, I don't want to say force yourself to do it on a podcast, but maybe force yourself to do that. Like, or maybe just like what is coming up for you that you can't do that. Um, it's, we've got to let go of the shame around female sexuality. Um, and then, you know, Yoni egg and I have a crystal wand. I think that, the wand is great for de-armoring. Again, going back to the really super tight pelvic floor, the your yoni is just so tight, she's angry. So putting the wand up there, developing healthy relationship, what feels good, what doesn't, what feels numb. A lot of times, sometimes I'm doing it and I don't do anything. 
you know? So it's, it's like, whoa, it's like really developing a healthy relationship with your body and going, what, what, how can I feel good down here? What is, what's going on? Because a lot of times so many women we're, we're, we're shut off from here down, you know? So it's, it's really feeling more. And then of course the Jade egg that helps with increased orgasms, increased sensation. Um, I have a picture of me <laughs> with a, lifting a scissors on my uh, Instagram. <laughs> so I'll have, to, I'll have to show you that. It's so funny. But um, yeah, just the yoni eggs play fun, fun. But all those tools are great. And it's really just about being consistent and knowing that you are worth it. All women can experience every type of orgasm. So I want to talk more about, the, and thank you for sharing that. And I think it's so important to know that there are tools out there that, yeah, I mean, like you are your own guru, right? Mm-hmm. So no matter what you hear on a podcast or like you buy a jade egg or any of those things, like it all starts with you trusting yourself and knowing that you are your own guru. Nobody knows your body. Nobody knows what you need better than you do. And then it's learning how to, you know, start that dialogue and start that conversation with yourself, right? Slowly over time. I think also too, when it comes to this kind of work, there's this sense of I need to rush maybe because you're in a relationship with someone or you feel like you're broken. Right. And you're like, there's this deadline that I want to hit or this, this like goal that I want to hit. And I've come to learn just in my own healing that like, there is no, there is no deadline. Like you get to go as slow as you want. And it's, and the slower that you go in this self exploration process, the, the actually like more progress you see because it's like at your own pace, right. It's gentle. And I think that's, that's super important. So let's talk about jade eggs for a second, because these also, I know, um, help to strengthen your pelvic floor. So why is this, why is a strong pelvic floor important for women in general, but why is it important from a pleasure perspective as well? Yeah. So it's important because the pelvic floor literally holds everything in, you know? So I don't know if you saw my post, but I want to have a natural orgasmic birth. Like I want to go all, I've been learning about that. It sounds so juicy. What is that? Wait, I like sidebar. Um, What is that? (laughs) Yeah. So basically all women have the ability to have orgasms and have a pleasurable birth. We've been told this BS lie that birth is terrifying and scary. I interviewed an Adula recently on my podcast, which you need, well, the episode's not out yet. Well, it's on YouTube. I continue the episode. Yeah. So basically we've been taught that it's this terrifying experience, you know? And so for me, I'm learning more and more about holistic health and just natural medicine. And I'm like, you know what? That's total BS. Um, I know people in Atlanta that they're planning on having their second birth at home. And so it's, it's really about just learning that. Yeah. Again, going back to you, we have all the tools right here. We've been told that birth is this horrifying experience. Oh my God. And so I loved how she told me, she's like, yeah, in Atlanta here, the woman, like 50% of them are doing C-sections because it's better for the doctor. That's BS. Giving birth is erotic passions for all women and we should be able to do it the way we want to do it. Um, but yeah, so that's the first thing is like I was studying that, but also um, I've been learning more and more about, you know, the healthier your pelvic floor is, the better your birth, right? So then going back to what you're saying from a pleasure perspective, everybody wants more fulfilling orgasms, right? I mean, <laughs> I definitely want, like, I haven't experienced all the type of orgasms because there's a lot of different variety of them. But I think that the more, you know, the stronger your pelvic floor is, the easier it is for you to have more orgasms, right? The more you feel. A lot of women are walking around with numb vaginas. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> like, you feel nothing. 
And, and that's okay. I've been there. Like I, I remember I had sex once and I was like, I don't do anything. And my sister feels on them. Um, and so the thing is, is our yonis, you know, they hold all this emotional stuff. And think about it. If you've been having unconscious sex your whole life. She is ticked off, you know? So develop a healthy relationship with her. Start talking with her. What does she want? What does she need? It's like your inner child. Um, but yeah, so those are the two main things with it. So interesting. All right. Now, of course I need to know what are the different types of orgasms you can have? Cause you like threw that out there and I'm like, well, what are they? I got to know. <laughs> okay. So, um, nipple, anal, clitoral, cervical, G-spot, throat. Um, you, you can have, uh, orgasms in your uh, chakras. Did you say throat yeah. orgasm? Yes. Yes. I know I did. I did say that. So you, I mean, there's so many, look, it's this whole list. Like, if you could so see this right now, Haley just pulled a book out of her bookcase and there's like a list, probably like 50, 50 lines deep of different types of orgasms you can have. My mind is blown right now. But <laughs> really, I did not even know y'all what great sex was until 2018 when I was with a man who knew how to have an orgasm, but not ejaculate. Cause you know, a lot of men that are, they do, um, uh, it's called non-ejaculatory orgasms. Hmm. But basically we were both having an orgasm at the same time and he, we were still going, right? Because he wasn't ejaculating. Huh. And so then he could get me to squirt and have G-spot orgasms. Oh and my so God. I'm literally squirting time. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, because <laughs> women, you know, when we're in the zone, you can come and come and come and come and come in. And then it's like, I can get water and then keep going. Really? No, yeah. And so I literally was like, like he would come in and out of the room and I was like, okay, I think I'm going to keep going <laughs> because I had not had great sexual experience because, you know, before them, I was with a guy where nothing was happening, mm. but this person really- So this matters. Up. Yeah. So this, okay. I love that you're talking about this, like, un, like, like a whole new level, right? This is experience for you. And I would love to know if you could share Haley and thank you for being so open. That's why okay. you are. That's why you do what you do, right? <laughs> How did that, okay, so so you you realized that you have had however many years of terrible sex and will thank that person because he taught you what you were missing, right? And then this new man comes into your life, you feel super connected, you're open, you're open to receive, you're comfortable, you're, you've probably been doing the work at this point, right? Getting really in touch with your body, like you know what, it, what a yes or no is, and so you've reached this new level of pleasure that you didn't even know was possible, right? How did that impact other areas of your life, your business, your friendships, your confidence, your health and wellness. I'd love to know, like, what has been the outcome of that? Mm. Well, the thing is it impacts, it impacts everything. Like I always tell my friends, I'm like, ladies, I wish everyone can sleep with this person because, <laughs> because then I met a guy last year. He was very similar to that. So two guys, the one last year was very similar to that first one. And this guy's so skilled too with like, just whatever you want, I'm here for you sexually, that kind of thing. Just very skilled and, and no ego, ego here, um, I'm a safe space. And so that's what I want for all women. Like it really opened my eyes to the fact that most women are not experiencing this. Mm-hmm. It opened my eyes to the fact that it was like, oh, you know? And so I really want 
Like I wish, I always kid that I would joke to my friends, how, hey, I wish you could sleep with them. <laughs> but obviously they couldn't be, you know, they're married or whatever. But it's just, it's so, it changes everything. And I wonder though, too, though, if their experience would even be similar to yours, because part of it is, is his energetics, right? And the fact mm-hmm. that, yes, maybe he's skilled or he's just in tuned or he is a very healthy masculine that knows how to hold space for the feminine, right? And for a woman and can respect her needs and read body language. And he probably knows if it's a yes or a no energetically for her. But also part of that experience has to have been you, like being open to receive and having done your own work. And there's an energetic connection, right? So even these women that you're wishing, like, I wish you could have sex with this man, probably would not even have the same experience that you're having because you've done the work, right? So I wonder how many of us are actually missing out on the skill set and the space holding and the comfort or the joy and the pleasure that our partner could provide because we're blocking it. We're literally blocking and not giving ourselves permission to allow this other person to pleasure us or to connect with us because we're so in our heads all the time. Mm. You brought up such a great point. Yeah, you're right. That is true. They wouldn't. Because I've done so much work on myself now. Right, right. When I was, the very last time I was with him, I literally had just put orgasm in five seconds. Okay. I was like, cool. I just fell over. <laughs> so, but so how has this impacted other areas of your life? So basically, this has impacted other areas in terms of me being more confident. It's impacted my areas in terms of just questioning how much we don't know, right? There's always another level you know? Mm -hmm. And so just always trying to teach women that there's, there's limitless amount of pleasure and joy that you can experience. Mm -hmm. And there's, um, there's no limit. So beautiful. I love it. Okay. So I would love to know, I'm sure people are listening to this going, okay, like how is this woman so confident? How is she so connected? What are the tools? What is the secret sauce? And you have some resources and ways that you support women that maybe are feeling numb and closed off and really, really, really wanting a deeper connection with themselves to create safety, to be open to receive, to have clear boundaries, to communicate their needs, all the things. So how do you serve your clients right now? What do you, what do you, how do you work with them? Okay. So for me right now, I do one-to-one and I have a three-month program. So it's on receiving, on developing healthy relationship with their body, honoring what a yes is, what a no is, all those things similar to what you just said. Mm -hmm. Um, And then of course that translates over to money. Cause I had a woman, (laughs) I did a post on this recently. She said, I hate sex and I hate money. And I said, yeah, it's okay. We've all been there. <laughs> so developing healthy relationship with your ability to be safe to receive. Because mm. you have to have both the safety and then being able to receive. Because a lot of women I'm working with, you're giving, giving, giving until the word receive doesn't even, you can't even relate to that. Mm. So good. So true. I mean, I know it for me too. It's like how you receive one thing is how you receive anything. And really, I believe that money is just a powerful magnifier for underlying energies. So if you are feeling um, resentful, if you don't feel safe, if you are feeling the need to control all the time, it's going to show up in your sex life for sure. It's definitely going to show up in your bank account. And it just, it becomes this like terrible sort of cycle that we get stuck in. And you can heal, I mean, you can heal your sexual relationship with yourself by starting and looking at your money and starting there. 
And then like what, you know, kind of growing, I always talk about building relationships with your finances, like date your money. How would you go on a date with your money? You know? Okay. So one-to-one three months, you also have an amazing podcast called your guide to love, which I'm sure you talk about all this and so much more juicy, juicy information. I love it. Haley, thank you so much for just sharing your light and really showing women what's possible. I know you're clearly so passionate about this. And I, I think it's a topic that more and more women are starting to um, talk about. And I think it's the work is needed. And I just, I just want to acknowledge you for doing it because I know it's not easy. Definitely. Thank you so much for having me. Mm, okay. Last question. What are you celebrating right now? I'm celebrating... I would say I'm celebrating my podcast. I love doing that. And I'm so glad that I made the commitment to do it, you know, and I, I have gotten to meet and I'm sure you're like you, it's such a gift to be able to meet people mm-hmm. uh, doing that work and the, the people meeting, I would have never met them, you know? So that's been, I'm celebrating that. And then I'm also celebrating the wins for my clients. It's so amazing seeing people that were completely shut down that I'm like the thought of receiving at what, what is that? to where they are now is amazing. Mm, Yes. I love it. Well, guys, if you love this episode as much as I did, please make sure you share it with someone who needs to hear it. Thank you so much, Haley. You can tag us on Instagram. We love to uh, hear your thoughts on this. And of course you can slide into Haley's DMs if you have any more questions, but until the next episode, live your boldly courageous life. Bye guys. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It is truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to fully step into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes and leaving me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.